Saturday and Sunday Hang with your friends What can you say about Tuesday? Look at next Monday's effing forecast. What? What are we talking? What are we talking here? What's going on? Is it snow? Is it 80? Is it snowing 80? I'm waiting. What's happening? You have your phone. You're on your computer. What did I just say? 60, 60 maybe, huh? What did I just say? Maybe Look at Monday's effing forecast. You're welcome. Now, it's going to be decent today with a high of 50 and some sunshine. Mid-50s tomorrow. Yeah, it looks that way up through the whole valley. Look at that. 64 on Monday. Right? Weird. So weird. Not weird. Awesome. <laughs> so weird. I'm ready for it. I just got my lawn stuff in the mail the other day. I got to make. I got to agree to all the things that they're going to do to my lawn this year. Best looking lawn in the neighborhood, bitches. Got to fill out the paperwork. Add in a few things this year. What do you add in? Well, we did it last year. I got to have these bushes in the front of the house. I I told I. What a problem. <laughs> they grew back. They pruned them, and they're back. Well, yeah, things grow. Yeah, but, like, it took four years the first time for them to get this big. We pruned them last year, and yeah, they were back by the end of the year. <laughs> it's crazy. They're on steroids. Uh, also, adding some aeration. I haven't done aeration in a couple of years, so I'm going to add that for the fall. Uh, they aerate and overseed. And then I, I've got a question or two about a, a sprinkler system. I'm tired of dragging hoses around my lawn. Oof. Yeah. Something that's set up automatic, you know what I mean? That I could just have done. Like that. Anyways, uh, Shaw's back. What's new on New Release Tuesday? Lots of other stuff to get to this morning. Bad news, happy music, daily check-ins. Get in touch with us. Visit rockmornings.com. More of your rock mornings coming up in just a bit. Welcome back. Thank you. How was your extra day off? It was good. Yeah, and very relaxing. Yeah, did you uh, spend any time doing anything, or did you just kind of chillax? Uh, we actually went out to lunch. Mary had the day off yesterday because it was President's Day, so right. there was no banks open. Uh, so she had a gift card to uh, Olive Garden. We went to lunch and had soup, salad, and breadsticks. OG, huh? Yeah. One serving. What? It's kind of wasted on you guys that all you can eat. with the Oh, set, I that, had plenty. The bottomless uh, soup and, mm-hmm. and salad. You can, you know, you're you're lightweight when it comes to eating. But you had plenty, you said? Oh, yeah. All right, you loaded up. We did. You're good for the week, then. I also did something I've never done before. Oh. Uh, which is to have a glass of wine with lunch. Really? You've never had a glass of wine with lunch? No, until yesterday. It's nice, isn't it? <laughs> Day drinking? It wasn't the finest glass of wine I've ever had, wow. but, you know. But it was different. It was. See, going day drinking isn't so bad. Next right? time I ask you, I want a yes. I don't uh-huh. want to no. know. I stopped Stop. at one though. So. Well, that's fine. You know, I mean, hey, you had Stop to come to work. What? You had to come to work today, mm-hmm. so I, I get it. But maybe on a Friday, if you want to go out and, you know, hit it up a little bit early, Shaw, mm-hmm. I'm your guy. Did you um, guys go golfing then? <laughs> no, didn't make it to oh. the golf course. No, it's uh, it's going to be ridiculously nice over the next couple of days. Oh, and as man. I mentioned earlier, it looks like 64 
for a high in our area on Monday. Yeah, 50 today, 53 tomorrow. I mean, well above normal. We'll get down into the 40s again for a high on Saturday. But as you said, rebounding nicely on Monday. So. Yeah, it's going to, like I said, uh, maybe touching into the 60s on Monday and Tuesday of next week. So. Keep in mind, our normal high is in the 20s. So. Oh, man, I'll take it right now. I'm going to bust that Harley out. I can't wait. Like I was telling Gene, I got my lawn stuff in the mail, so I'm mm-hmm. getting excited about the lawn. It's... What? Well, it is the middle of February. This is so weird. It's bizarre, yes. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm actually kind of okay with it. What if no- we had one snowstorm this winter, really? I mean, yeah. one cold snap? The problem is, is that just means it's going to get hot sooner. You know what I mean? Like in June, it's going to be like 100. Yeah, we can still get a foot of snow in March, too. So 100 degrees. Oof. Well, I'm sorry about your show uh, getting uh, canceled and, and you, you having to eat it on the tickets there, mm-hmm. but uh, you're going to be going in a couple of weeks yep. back to Chicago to we see are, Yeah, I'm going to make the trip. All right. Well, that's good. You didn't really miss anything here yesterday, I don't think. Anything happened yesterday here? Not while uh, I was here. Yeah, lots of stuff <laughs> always happens here. <laughs> lots well, of yeah. things went wrong yesterday. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you're in the building all day. Yeah. Like an idiot. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Three-way with Shaw on the newsroom. What else going on? Well, the Emerson Spence option for combining ex- existing schools in La Crosse has gotten approval from the city school board. Last night, board members voted 7-2 to two to propose a referendum on whether to put Spence and Emerson students together at a building on the Hogan Administration Center site. Board member Scott Neumeister argued that Emerson has lived its useful life. We can't keep them all open, and sooner or later, the one that's in the worst shape or the ones that are in the worst shape... We can't nickel and dime it. We, we cannot just spend, you know, a little bit of money trying to keep it going year after year. Sooner or later, we have to make that difficult decision to close it. If approved, this option could save the school district about $6 million in deferred maintenance costs. The endorsement of a plan, including Emerson, means a second option, combining Spence and Hinchin, will now be dropped. Court records show a man who died after fatally shooting two police officers and a firefighter in a wooded suburban Minneapolis neighborhood was not legally allowed to have guns. He also was entangled in a years-long dispute over the custody and financial support of his three oldest children. They have now identified 38-year-old Shannon Gooden as the man who opened fire on police in the suburb of Burnsville after they responded to a domestic disturbance call early Sunday. All the, the call- kids were unharmed, I'm assuming? Correct. We, heard, yeah, we said yesterday there was like seven kids in the house. Uh, there were said to be seven children. Yeah, the caller reported that he had barricaded himself in his home with family members, including seven children, who were between the ages of two and 15 years. He was found dead inside the home hours later. Was he uh, self-inflicted? Presumably so, Okay, because he opened fire and then they returned fire, right? Uh. And... The kids are in the house, but the kids were all okay, which I guess is... Yeah, all of the children were You know, safe, if you're looking for a silver okay. lining there with that right. story, which is just awful. Obviously, you know, police and other emergency crews uh, tweeting their condolences to mm. those officers who lost their lives. A 20-year-old lacrosse man is facing almost a dozen criminal charges, including sexual assault of a child and child enticement. The criminal complaint charges Dayton Allen with assaulting a girl under the age of 18, who he had been calling and messaging repeatedly. The assault allegedly happened last week at Granddad Bluff Park. A $10,000 cash bond was sent for Allen, and Judge Ramona Gonzalez ordered him to have no contact with anyone under 18 and to not use the internet or social media. Allen will be
will be back in court next week. Capital One Financial is buying Discover Financial Services for $35 billion in a deal that will bring together two of the nation's biggest lenders and credit card issuers. Discover Financial shareholders will receive Capital One shares valued at nearly $140. Discover shares closed on Friday at $110. Capital One, the 12th largest U.S. bank, Illinois-based Discover, was the 33rd biggest. Both banks have benefited from Americans increasingly using their credit cards, but also have needed to set aside more money to guard against possible defaults. What's in your wallet? That's a big old merger there. Yeah. 35 billion. You know, they could lose like three grand and they wouldn't notice it. And mm-hmm. I, I could certainly. You mean your three grand? No, I'm just saying like if I, if I needed three grand, they could just give it to me and it wouldn't even make a oh, dent yeah. in that 35 billion. You know, Sean? Not a bit. Pay for my sprinkler system. That I want to get. <laughs> You're fixated on a sprinkler, dude. Have you investigated those? Yeah, I had a I had a quote last year. I just got, I got to find out if it's the same. And uh. I, I think the quote I got was around twenty five hundred bucks. So you're going um, in ground sprinklers? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I drag hoses around now, and, uh, you know, because I like to water my lawn, and I don't care what the city says, and, 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 you know, I pay a lot of money to have my lawn look nice, and if you don't like that, you can kiss my ass and grow your own damn flowers in your own stupid yard. Uh, don't worry about what I'm doing. And, uh, yeah, so I, I just, I'm sick and tired of dragging hoses. You know, I got, like, I've got a system right now that works, but I just, you know, it'd be really nice if it was on a timer and it just, you know, the ideal time to water your lawn is in the morning. Right. And unfortunately, because I get up so early, you know, it's not like that's happening at one in the morning when I go to work. But if I could have that set up so it could occur while I'm at work before I come home, that'd be great. Like right about now would be a good time. Yeah. So uh, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that that, uh, that might that might be a thing this year. We'll see. So if they want to give me three grand out of that $35 mm-hmm. billion dollar merger, you know. They wouldn't even notice it, Shaw. No, wouldn't they would even, not. It, it would be like a, a line item, right? Somewhere way down on the bottom of the list. Where'd this three? I don't know. Who cares? It's only three grand. It would matter to me, though. I'd have a nice new sprinkler system in my, my yard, Shaw. That'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, is that because a sprinkler is sort of, uh, it doesn't care about your windows, you know? <laughs> it's kind of hard to manage that. And so you get the water stains on your windows mm-hmm. when you're running a spring, and it's like real pain in the ass. Having a sprinkler system, you know, you could have it directed in a certain way so that it doesn't hit the windows and you don't have to deal with the stupid water stains. You don't care, do you? All I know is if you water your lawn, it grows faster and then you have to cut it more often. I know I like that. I, I'm, it's very cathartic for me. Satisfying? Yes, it is. You get the lines that go this way and then the next week you cut it the other way and then you do the diagonals and all sorts of stuff. Wow. Yeah, man. And I knew more this year, I think. I've had it... I'm doing all the things. You're all in on the oh, lawn. Man. I told you, I hit big on one of them spooky spins. I'm j- I'm living rich right now. <laughs> Rock mornings on air, online, on the app. Does that sound better today than it ever did before? Well, you sounded good. It felt here. like it did. Maybe just me. Van Halen. Hot for teacher. Rock mornings with Brian and Gene. Before that, Daughtry. Of course, he'll be at the Lacrosse Center with Breaking Benjamin on. April 2nd, get your tickets at the center box office and uh, keep checking out the website rockmornings.com for info on bus trips. Looking at taking a bus from Eau Claire to La Crosse to see Breaking Benjamin, Daughtry, and Catch yeah. Your Breath. It's going to be a good time. Big beers. Uh, Bucks are off until Friday when they are at the Timberwolves, 9 p.m. on ESPN. Badgers are now out of the top 25. No big surprise. They've lost five of their last six games. 
out of the top 25 altogether. They're at home against unranked Maryland tonight. That's an 8 p.m. tip on Peacock. William Byron getting the win yesterday at the Daytona 500. I can't believe it, man. It's uh, This is incredible. I had a much different background than you know anybody in the sport growing up racing on iRacing on the computer. And to make it to the Daytona 500 to win the race is pretty amazing. So, honestly, it hasn't really sunk in. It's the craziest race. I mean, we're two and three wide all day. It takes everything you have, so pretty cool. William Byron snapping Hendricks Motorsports nine race Daytona 500 losing streak with a win yesterday. He crossed under the white flag, denoting the final lap at the exact moment that a crash broke out right behind him. Caution flag thrown out. He wasn't quite sure if he was the official winner, and he circled uh, the lap one more final time. And uh, the last time a Hendrick driver won the Daytona 500 was Dale Earnhardt Jr. back in 2014. That's how long ago it was. Uh, as you heard there, William Byron, 26-year-old from Charlotte, North Carolina, the sixth different driver to win the 500 for Rick Hendrick, uh, who is the winningest team owner in NASCAR history. Uh, and this guy started out just racing on his computer, iRacing. He's not like one of those kids that was in a go-kart with his yeah, dad no, for years really. and years and years. And No, it's uh, it was kind of weird. Uh, so congratulations. We did get a couple of big ones. There was a big uh, wreck on, I think, the sixth lap of the race, just as it got underway. And then uh, I think there was uh, 20 laps left or somewhere around there when there was another big wreck that collected about 18 cars. And then there was, of course, that final wreck as he ended up winning the race. But the Daytona 500 now in the books, and they'll move on, I think, to Atlanta for next weekend. Brew Crew first spring training game is this Saturday against the San Diego Padres. It's a 2-10 first pitch. And over in the NBA, they uh, they fired their head coach. The Brooklyn Nets did. Jacques Vaughn has been fired. Former NBA guard in his second season as the coach of the Nets. They're now 21-33. and 33. They sit in 11th place in the East. Nets ending a disappointing first half of the season with a 50-point loss to the Celtics in their final game before the All-Star break. So the Nets said, you know what? It's time to make a change. Mm. And they're going with somebody else. Sports. With Brian and Gene on your rock mornings. We'll get to some sleep theory in just a couple of minutes. That's one of the bands that's going to be at Rockfest this summer, by the way. Sleep theory. Looking forward to seeing them. That's a long list. Yeah. Stabbing Westward, 311, Kill Switch, Dirty Honey from Ashes to New, Atreyu, Aaron Jones, Parkway Drive, Beartooth. You know about the big ones, right? Jelly Roll, 30 Seconds to Mars. Did you say The Who? Shine Down, Chevelle, mm-hmm. Seven Dust, The Who. Yeah, so many others. And uh, Sleep Theory, we'll hear from them next. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Theorizing that one could time travel within his own lifetime, Dr. Sam Beckett stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene, the second season finale of Quantum Leap. Tonight on NBC with back-to-back episodes. Uh, Also, the season two premiere of Will Trent over on ABC. Season four finale of Name That Tune on Fox. 25th season premiere of Little People Big World on TLC and Max. The Rookie, season six premiere on ABC, followed by the seventh season premiere of The Good Doctor. I believe this is the final season of that show. Those are on ABC. Over on Netflix today, new special, new stand-up special for Mike Epps. Very funny, Mike Epps. Uh, Ready to Sell Out is the name of that one. Most of the late-night shows are in repeats, but Kimmel's new with Paul Giamatti, Jenny Slate, and Lucas Nelson and The Promise of the Real. Willie Nelson's kid, Shaw. Lucas Nelson. Yeah, he's good. I like their sound. Really good. I was lucky enough to be at the Rave in Milwaukee a few years back to see Breaking Benjamin, and after they got done, we went downstairs to meet up with our friend Murph. Uh, He was there watching... 
Lucas Nelson and the Promise of the Real, and I had heard of them, obviously, but I'd never seen them, and I was just, we got about an hour of their show, and mm-hmm. it was awesome. It was amazing. Uh, it's also new release Tuesday, and there's really a, not a whole lot coming out in terms of... No. In terms of movies. No. The, something called Aristotle and Dante Discover the Secrets of the Universe. Um, a Hallmark movie on DVD called Carrot Cake Murder. It's rated TVPG because it's a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, d- they're just a bunch of garbage, like, direct-to-DVD releases, so nothing really worth bothering uh, on New Release Tuesday. Gene, you said you watched the, uh, the the Netflix thing that I told you about? I did. So it's called Lover, Stalker, Killer, Shaw, and it's on Netflix, and it's a it's a movie. It's an hour and a half as opposed to, like, a three-part docuseries. But true stories. But it's a true story. It's not a fictional retelling. Got it. Um... And it's about this guy who gets married, has some kids. They end up uh, getting divorced. He moves with her back to where she's originally from so that he can be around his kids. Because even though they divorce, he still wants to be a good dad and all that stuff. So he, like, picks up all his stuff and moves somewhere. And then as he's, you know, trying to go about his life, he starts using these dating apps uh, to, you know, get back into the swing of things. And things get crazy from there. And it it just immediately gets bad. And it goes from bad to worse to the worst, worst, worst you've ever heard of. Yeah. It's nuts. And he didn't learn his lesson the first time either. Like, dude, if you go on a dating app and it doesn't work out, don't go back on the dating app. Right? Right. Well, I sort of knew some of what was going to happen just because you and I had talked. And right. So I, well, I didn't I had, know if you were going to watch. A lot of times I tell you about stuff and you don't watch it, so I gave you kind of the... And I could kind of see some of it coming, but yeah, it was pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. It's called Lover, Stalker, Killer Show, if you want to check that out. It's on Netflix. We also watched um, Society in the Snow, which is the remake of the Alive movie, essentially, with the, oh, yeah, yeah. the, 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 the rugby the Soccer team. players, yeah. Rugby that <laughs> crashes in the Andes in 72 or whatever. Ugh, wow. That's, I mean, you know the story. Right. And, and, but, you know, told again and the plane crash and, and just the fact that they they lived there for 72 days. Yeah. Ugh, eating wow. their Eating their teammates. By the way, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. On top of a mountain where it's like brutal cold oh, and snow. Yeah. Avalanches I mean, and eighty. I mean, below yeah. it would drop eighty degrees at night, and oh man, man, oh man, oh man. Catch anything yourself recently, Shaw? In terms of movies or? Uh, yeah, actually, we watched. Uh, took us two days, but we watched Oppenheimer finally. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It was very good. Finished three, it last night. Three and a half hours. Yeah, a little over three, I guess. Woo. It was a commitment, but yeah. had to split it into two days. All right. It was good, though. I'd recommend it. I've been watching, uh, not that it's new, but there's a documentary series on Vice, which is part of Hulu, and it's called Dark Side of the Ring, and it's all about old wrestling stories and, like, wrestlers who, you know, got killed or, like, had, you know, died of, you know, some crazy death or whatever. So, yeah, I'm on, like, season two of that. Mm-hmm. Just watched the one about the Road Warriors, Legion of Doom. Tragic. A lot of tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of early deaths in the wrestling oh, world. Oh, big time, big time. What's uh, going on in the real world, dude? Well, the concept is already being called Emmer Spence by some. Voters in the La Crosse School District will be asked to decide whether to merge Emerson and Spence schools as a way to cut millions of dollars in spending. A referendum is expected later this year on whether to combine the two elementary schools in a new building, which would go next to the Hogan Administrative Center. Deb Sukula of the La Crosse School Board says it's important to ask district residents what they want. They have some lack of trust with the district, and we want to improve that in 
so how do we improve that? We go to them and we say, what do you want? We don't just say, come to us because you're fearful something might happen to you. I think it's a different kind of conversation than we've been having with the public. Sukala told the board that the public often speaks out only when they don't want a particular school closed. Last night's vote means that a Spence-Hinchin merger now appears to be off the table. La Crosse County leaders have decided to form a review board to monitor local law enforcement. Now they have to put people on that board. County Board Chair Monica Cruz is already hearing from area residents volunteering to serve on a civilian review panel. So people will apply. The Criminal Justice Management Council will look at their credentials, will decide who is a good fit for this committee, and then that body will recommend to me who these members should be. The board will operate for two years on a trial basis and would have between five and seven members. Cruz says that the review board would not cost the county any money because the members would all be volunteers. Now the governor, Tony Evers, has signed new legislative maps for Wisconsin. He's hitting the road to sell the plan to taxpayers. Evers has scheduled stops in what's being called his Fair Maps Tour in both Green Bay and La Crosse today. The La Crosse visit is planned for this afternoon on the UW-La Crosse campus. Members of both parties approve the governor's maps, which are expected to help Democrats Democrats win more seats in the legislature. Republican Assembly Speaker Robin Voss claims his party can win on any maps because it has better ideas for Wisconsin than Democrats have. But Republican State Senator Van Wangard portrayed all the choices as bad for his party, saying it was like choosing whether to be stabbed, shot, or poisoned. Recent polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps. They don't have maps. They don't have maps. That's the problem. Dude, you know who I ran into on Saturday night? I don't. (laughs) And he got kind of mad with me. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Somebody that makes maps? (laughs) No, no. Politician. Uh, Derek Van Orden was in town uh, for... The Pearl Street Brewery's 25th uh, Winter Ball. Oh, I, yeah. I emceed the event, and it wasn't intentional. I just, it kind of came together quickly, and I wasn't really prepared for it. So he wanted to do this proclamation for Joe and Tammy and the and the PSB, and it was it was great. It was nice. It's wonderful. They, I think they deserve the recognition. But I, I didn't really know what his title was. Oops, I guess, on me, right? And it kind of, like I said, I, I already had, you know, my script and everything, and I had everything written down. And then he shows up, and Tammy's like, hey, he wants to apparently do this thing. And I'm like, okay. And so I go up on stage, and I said, uh, I said, yeah, I said, uh, here comes our state representative, Derek Van Orden. <laughs> Whoops. And he's like, uh, it's congressman. U.S. congressman. And he, mm. dude, he looked at me, gave me an up and down. It was mm. so funny. I was like, well, dude, I'm like, Yay for you! Maybe maybe have a name tag. I don't know. Hand out a business. I mean, he was he was nice about it afterwards and took a picture and yeah. he said, "Hey, I'm taking a picture with a famous person." And I'm like, "I'm not. I'm just a radio stupid idiot. I'm like, not a big deal." But it it was kind of funny how mad he got about it. It's like well, there's quite a big difference between being a state representative wow. and a member of the United States Congress. I know? didn't call him a city councilman. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, he got I, close. Is that I, what I'm you in say? The, I'm in the realm, right? State. And now our dog catcher, Derek Van. Well, he does represent the state, right? In Congress, he does. Yes. Okay, so am I that far off? Okay, we'll give you that one. Right? He's. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> 
It's like calling a trooper a police officer. You ever called a trooper, like a state trooper, uh, a, a cop or an officer? Not good. They do not like that. There's some kind of hybrid version of police officer. And that, whatever. I respect their job and all that. But, like, dude, it's just words. It's not that big a deal, bro. But none of us care. All right? The regular people that, 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 that you know, our salaries and our taxes go to pay your bills and all that stuff, mm-hmm. it's not that big a deal, right? All right? It's not a disrespectful thing. It's just I don't know what the hell to call you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mr. Government guy in the government. <laughs> all right? But, yeah, it was kind of a interesting thing. <laughs> but he made his proclamation. And- yeah, no, and it was cool, and, and you know, and it was a – it's it's even cooler now that I know he's like a congressman, and that's apparently better than a state representative <laughs> because it makes the proclamation that much more official. Yes, right. Carries more weight. A lot of where whereas and where mm-hmm. it's like, dude, can we get with the times? Like, I can appreciate the Constitution and all these great documents that we have that established this country, but can we realize it's 2024 and nobody talks like that? I have no idea what any of that means. Whereas this and whereas that. Yeah. Can we update those those guidelines mm-hmm. a little, Shaw? I think so, yeah. Maybe we should vote on that instead of worrying about, you know, some of the other crap we worry about. Let's get the whereas updated. Sorry. <laughs> My little weird Derek Van Orden thing. <laughs> other than that, it was a successful night. It was a good time. Drank some beers, ate some yeah. food, had a good time, a lot of good bands. Yeah. Well, they had Reed Grimm. That guy can play the drums like Oh, he's nobody. fun, yeah. Damn. And he's just smiling the whole time and just loving it. It was awesome. More from Shaw coming up. A bit later on, get to bad news, happy music. Daily check-ins, got some text messages. We'll read some of those here after Radiohead. Rock Mornings on your rock station. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. That is Radiohead with Creep. Got a text from Dan earlier. Wanted to hear some Papa Roach, Last Resort. Try to get to that here in just a bit. If you want to get in touch with us, visit rockmornings.com. You can listen live right there on the website. You can find our Facebook page that way. Give us a like. And you can also, of course, get in touch with us by visiting rockmornings.com. Somebody texted in, said, call VIP Outdoors for your irrigation system. I said, thank you very much. I have a company that I've been working with for a number of years now. Appreciate the uh, info, though. That's very nice of you. Kevin texted in, said, did you not see the wild game yesterday? No, I did not. I was watching the Bruins game, and I was doing work. I did see the final score. It's 10 to 7. Okay, must have been exciting. No. Well, Kevin thought it was exciting, uh, but he's upset because I didn't talk about the wild. He thinks that I should have talked about the Minnesota Wild, that they had oh, okay. three hat tricks in the same game and yada, yada, yada. That's great. That's nice, Kevin. You obviously already know about it, so I don't need to talk about it. Well, Kevin, does, Kevin, yeah. the one guy that cares about the Wild. There you he go, doesn't. Kevin. There you go, Come Kevin. You're welcome, Kevin. Just talked about it. Hopefully that helps your day. 10 to 7, huh? Yeah, that's yeah, great. That's real nice. 10 to 7. Never seen a hockey score like 10 to 7 before. Never. Not once in my lifetime. Wow, that sounds interesting. <laughs> I'm joking. Being very facetious. Also got a text from Rich said, what you got on them spooks? <laughs> yeah, apparently it's funding everything, all the things. Let's just say I had a successful week. I just, I have a lot of projects that I want to do in my yard this year. I want to get a shed. I got this fire pit that I want to get. All those things cost a lot of money and this will help. Yeah. 
for that. Plus, taxes are coming here at some point. Yeah, all the things. Yeah. So. Someday I'll have a yard, but it's not now. <laughs> it's not now. It's just ridges dirt. and dirt and some holes and. Well, you have dirt. dogs that dig. I have and 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 kids and, and we have a puppy and a pool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So you, it's no wonder you don't have a nice yard. Don't have a nice yard. It's That's all right. Garbage. Hey, nice yards aren't for everybody. Oh, I would love it. It's just not. It's not happening for a while. You got to invest in that, just like anything else. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Diary of Jane from Breaking Benjamin coming up in just a bit. Rock Mornings, only on 95.7 The Rock. Rock Mornings of Brian and Gene. That, of course, Breaking Benjamin with the Diary of Jane. Looking forward to seeing them in lacrosse on April 2nd with Daughtry and Catch Your Breath. Yeah, big, big concert. Big speakers, big lights, big stage, big arena. Tickets online. You want to go to the center's website, you can go to the center box office and get them there, obviously, save on the Ticketmaster fees. But keep listening. We'll have info on a, on a bus trip from Eau Claire uh, soon. You got uh, seasonal allergies, right? So, like... I do. Pollen? I don't even know. All never the got things. The, never yeah. got the test. I mean, usually in the spring I do because it's stuff that's, you know, coming to life. And then in the fall, it's, I, I assume it's goldenrod and ragweed and stuff like that, so... No uh, food allergies, though? Not for me. My family has them. U.S. Food and Drug Administration last week approved the first drug to treat people with potentially deadly food allergies. I'm assuming it's Zolaire. X-O-L-A-I-R. Zolaire, uh, which apparently is an injection. Now available to adults and children year uh, one year and older to reduce the risk of severe aller- uh, allergic reactions to foods, the FDA announced in a news release on Friday. Uh, it's the brand name uh, for a drug named Amalidinum, intended as a safety measure for allergic reactions to accidental exposures, not immediate emergency treatment. So, like, if your muffin's touching a muffin, and we've had we've heard that story, we we know. Oh, I know. You know, your muffin touches a muffin that's got nuts in it, and then you eat it not knowing, and then next thing you know, you could be dead. Uh, Dr. Joyce Yu, an associate professor of pediatrics at Columbia University, uh, said, quote, we actually have another option for keeping our patients safe and minimizing their allergic reactions to foods to accidental exposures. It's just another avenue to hopefully help them improve the quality of their life. Yeah, scary if that's the kind of... Thing that could really impact well, something that you, know, you have to worry about constantly, accident. right? I know. You go to somebody's house, you got to always worry what's in this. You got to ask. I mean, like my friend has a nut allergy, and she ate turkey one time. Turkey, yeah. So it seems fine, right? But they had cooked it in peanut, peanut oil, oil and didn't say anything. And then, as I mean, Next she found, no. out oh, real found out real fast at the hospital. Yeah. Back in 2021, almost six percent of people in the U.S. had a food allergy. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, exposure to a particular allergenic food can cause, obviously, life-threatening reactions. So, yeah, good news. If you're suffering from food allergies, might be some more help out there. Mm -hmm. Zolaire, I think. Or multiple ones. That happens, too. Someone might be allergic to nuts, and now they're allergic also to shellfish, you know? Mm -hmm. And, And so now you've got many bases to cover. We've got some Corey Taylor in a bit. Also more from Scott Robert Shaw next. Rock Mornings, Monday to Friday, 6 to 9.
Now, I am not much of a conspiracy theorist, Shaw. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly because of conspiracy theories like this one, because some of them are so far out there <laughs> that you're like, dude, you're giving the rest of the conspiracy theory people a really bad name. <laughs> like some of them, you're like, yeah, okay, I can, I can buy into that. I can see that. They got some evidence, right? Redacted, you know, verbiage and documents online, stuff like that. But this is just... <laughs> This is borderline crazy. So they look like normal shells, but every single one of them has infrared scanning sensors right here for your forehead, right? If you don't have the mark later on, you won't be able to buy or sell unless you scan your hand on this. And this is all just the beginning. Certificate of vaccine ID. COVID, you won't be able to buy or sell unless you can prove that you're fully vaccinated. They're going to collapse the economies and then bring in digital currency. The stage is set. Wow, he's got it all figured out. What are these? The refrigerators at Walgreens are now scanning us to see if we've been vaccinated, according to this conspiracy theorist. And soon they'll only open for people who are vaccinated. And then they'll bring in digital currency shots all been set up. I can tell, yeah. Clearly. Yeah. So this is uh, a post on Twitter. At... Faketriots, F-A-K-E-T-R-I-O-T-S. A guy claiming that Walgreens freezers will not open for someone unless it scans their forehead and checks if they have the, quote, mark of the beast. Well, let's go see if it's true. Let's run to Walgreens quick. You know what I'm not doing at Walgreens? I'm not going into the freezers and buying food. <laughs> I don't think it's that. I think it's drug freezers. Isn't get, that what he's saying for your medications? Get and some batteries. And things like that. Which, by the way, you can get other greeting places. card. Yeah, you know, maybe the occasional prescription, but that's in the. But you can get those all sorts of other places too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the uh, the new conspiracy theory, Shaw, is that the Walgreens mm-hmm. scanning scanners. Sweet. Guess we don't need those vaccine cards anymore, then, do we? we just the walk the, up and have the refrigerator right? have them scan my forehead. The real reason why Walgreens added scanners to the fridges, by the way, is so they could track what people are buying. And then they could send you emails, Shaw, or text messages and try to encourage you to buy different things and more things and sort of get data on you. It's data collection. Mm -hmm. Supply and demand, too. Knowing what products are selling really well. Exactly. But yeah, there's someone on the interwebs who thinks that the Walgreens refrigerators are now being controlled by the Illuminati. I think there's somebody on the internet doing... Everything worrying oh, about yeah. all the problems of the world. But if that's something you believe, at least there's now someone. There's an, you got a partner in in that. Mm-hmm. You just else. stay away from Walgreens. You'd be okay, right? Unless they start putting it's them like in a, all the refrigerators, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Then we're in really big trouble. Right, and here comes the Bitcoin. So you had the aliens music there, and I was looking X-Files, up yeah. with the aliens, James it's Cameron's sort of aliens. Did you see that? There's a director's cut that's coming. That's like 20 more minutes. Like the long. original one. That is... Because the original one is Alien. Aliens is the sequel. Aliens is the sequel, and it's Mm -hmm. uh, a theatrical cut. It's a director's cut, apparently. 20 20 more minutes of stuff you haven't seen before. All right. He's super excited. When's that coming out? Uh, Yet this month, I think. Okay. Hold on. Truth is out there, Shaw. (laughs) (laughs) Just rely on the Illuminati guy to find it for you. I bet you Aaron Rodgers has watched that video. 
He's into that. He's in the freezer, isn't he? No. (laughs) Darkness. He's in the darkness. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Freeway now with Shaw in the newsroom. What else is happening? Uh, An Eau Claire man was arrested over the weekend after allegedly running down Highway 53 while armed with a machete and a knife. It happened in Lake Halley late Saturday night. Police say a car driven by Chad Nyland nearly hit a squad car around 11.30 p.m. When the officer tried to pull him over, Nyland got out of his car and waved a machete and a large knife. He then got back into the car and took off, later stopped, got out, and started walking down the highway into oncoming traffic while waving the weapons. Okay. Police used non-lethal ammunition and a taser to take him down. Nyland admitted to drinking and using meth before driving. He's charged with fleeing an officer, third offense OWI, resisting an officer, bail jumping, and disorderly conduct. It's only February, but Wisconsin legislators are looking to wrap up their work for the year by this week. They have a full agenda with both the Senate and Assembly in session. The Senate will vote on a $2 billion tax cut package today, while the Assembly will vote on a proposed constitutional amendment that would stop the governor from raising taxes or fees on his own. Lawmakers in Madison are hoping to complete their business for the year by Thursday. A winning lottery ticket was sold in Toma over the weekend. That lucky ticket purchased at a quick trip on West McCoy Boulevard matched four of five numbers plus the Powerball in Saturday's drawing. That ticket is worth $150,000. No one has come forward to claim it. Yeah, I bet that guy's getting a new sprinkler system. Yeah, I bet he is. Damn it, his lawn's going to look so great. Front, back, sides, Mm -hmm. all the the yards. And astronomers have discovered what may be the brightest object in the universe, the record-breaking Quasar has a black hole at its heart that's so big and growing so fast that it swallows the equivalent of a sun each day. This distant quasar shines 500 trillion times brighter than our sun, and its black hole is more than 17 billion times more immense than our sun. An Australian-led team reported the findings. The scientists say this object was misclassified as a star decades ago and therefore was hiding in plain sight. What's up, Harry? The NASA flying oil on your anus, man? That's really what I care about. Right. That's nice. Bright star. Where's the oil on your anus, Shaw? Mm-hmm. That's Dude, the big question. You got to be high to talk about space. What the hell did you right? just say? Right. It's 500 trillion times brighter than our sun. Says who? <laughs> These researchers. Uh, yeah, okay. If you want to read it, it is in the journal Nature Astronomy. Wow. Yeah, I'll get right on that. Mm, I'm sure. A little light reading. Mm-hmm. Now, you think that there isn't a conspiracy. I bet there's a lot of words in that I can't pronounce. <laughs> Sorry. You think there isn't a conspiracy? About I what? just got an email from Walgreens asking me if I wanted to refill my prescription. Well, they're listening. Oh. Yeah, but it's, listening. No, it's no oh. different than saying anything oh. in your Facebook feed, and then it shows up. Sure, whatever. Everybody knows that. I mean, your phones are listening to you. I've been scanned. My, I'm filling my prescription <laughs> yeah, right you, now, Shaw. You're good. You got the vaccine. You don't you're have to good. worry. You can go wherever you want. I'm, I'm the one who's got to worry. I'm the only one out of us that didn't get it. Prescription right now. I'm the one who's got to be careful. They're going to come in for me, Shaw. They're going to try to put me in some kind of boot camp or something. Me and Aaron Rodgers over there eating mud, <laughs> taking darkness retreats together. I've been uh, immunized. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be able to get my Dove chocolate bars at Walgreens anymore. Snap. What am I going to do? That's all right. If you're one of those people that believes in that stuff, you should have a bunker filled with food already in your you basement. Should you should be dove, good to go. Dove chocolate bars. Yes, you should be prepared for this whole Illuminati Walgreens fridge thing that's going on. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. That, of course, Metallica, August. 
double dipping. Yeah. So it's a Friday and a Sunday? Is that what they're doing? Twin cities, the 16th and the 18th, yeah. Moy, moy excited. Just for bleeps and giggles. I mean, we already got our tickets and all that stuff, but I, I, I went back and I was looking at the enhanced experiences, you know. They had a platform one. It's like seven thousand dollars. Shush up. Well, I, you know, I, like I've been saying all morning, I, I've, I've been successful recently, so I've got a little cash to play with, and I. You have that kind of cash to play with? That's uh, one ticket. Well, it's a, so you get a platform, but it's up to eight people on the platform, and then there's a whole bunch of other stuff on there, and in, in the enhanced experience, but it's some kind of some kind of platform, and I was like, yeah, that would be dope. I would spend the money for that. That would. And then it would just be me and my wife. <laughs> I wouldn't bring anybody else with me. No more eight people. I get, no. Uh, baseball's right around the corner. The Brew Crew start their uh, spring training on Saturday against the Padres. That's a 210 first pitch. Their home opener, of course, is on Tuesday, April 2nd against the Twins. And we're taking buses from Eau Claire and from Lacrosse. Head to WiscoTrips.com if you want to join us. We've got the pregame tailgate party in the parking lot. If it's too cold out there for you to manage and you just want to go inside, you can do that because the tickets are on the Johnsonville party deck, which has got food and beverages included. Remember when we talked to Grant, who was at the Super Bowl? Bills, is he going to Zona? He's going to, he's going next, the fourth. What Grant, is that? A week ago, fourth through the eighth, he'll so, be at spring yeah. training. So we can talk to him down there. He's going to be uh, broadcasting the Wisco Sports Show live from spring training. Grant the Bills, the host of the Wisco Sports Show, going to be in Arizona for spring training, and we'll get him on the phone. Yeah, one of the... What's cool is he'll be there when there's games actually playing because mm-hmm. they start again on Saturday. Uh, the Bucks are off till Friday for the NBA All-Star break. They're back at it uh, in Minnesota against the T-Wolves at 9 o'clock on ESPN on Friday nights. The, uh, the Minnesota hockey team won. Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Guess what? The hockey team won in Minnesota. Timberwolves. Oh, my God. The Timberwolves. Yeah, not Timberwolves. The Wild. Wild. That's what I meant. Sorry. There you go, Kevin. There's your official report on the Wild. It was 10 to 7, wasn't it? Yeah. Yay. Okay. Badgers are out of the top 25 altogether. They just cannot get out of their own way. Five of their last six games have been losses. They are at home against unranked Maryland tonight. That game tips off at 8 o'clock on Peacock. Nets firing their head coach, Jacques Vaughn, yesterday. 21-33, and 33, 11th place in the East. So, yeah, they said, we no longer need you as our head coach. Daytona 500 yesterday, William Byron got himself a victory. A couple of big crashes. Everybody walked away. A lot of big crashes. Yeah. And uh, this is kind of cool. Okay. An East Carolina infielder slash pitcher who battled back from losing a leg in a <gasps> boating accident two I years ago saw this. has now become the first person ever to play in a Division One baseball game with a prosthetic leg. Yeah, so he was he played ball his whole life and mm-hmm. had this tragic he almost died in that yeah, boating accident died, yeah. and then lost his leg and he's he's got a prosthetic I saw him up at bat with it and and, and so, running bases. It's amazing. So it's kinda like Oscar Pistorius if for the, it's and I only use that name because it's the one people will know right away. The the sort of curved yep. leg as opposed to like a you know a, a prosthetic foot. Um, the guy's name is Parker Bird. He's a sophomore and uh, he had a moment to remember when he pinch hit on Friday night in the eighth inning of the Pirates' season opening sixteen to two win over Ryder. Parker Bird said after the game, "Quote: I mean, chill bumps, man. It's absolutely phenomenal." This crowd, these fans, these people, my family, my teammates, coaches, I really could not be more thankful and blessed. I watched some of the training and physical therapy he had to do to get from the accident to this place to be able we to play We got to relearn to walk. 
Well, and he was like jump up off the ground up to a thing three, four, I don't know, five feet high Box on jumps. one leg. Yep. Uh, and, and I mean, incredible stuff. Incredible. A boating accident in Bath, North Carolina back in July of 2022 nearly cost Bird his life and eventually led to the amputation of his right leg. He then needed 22 more surgeries in a 45-day period. We're talking Alex Smith type stuff. Remember Alex Smith? Yeah. Yeah. Path to get back to the field this season has been arduous, to say the yes. least. He's now successfully reached a significant milestone on that long road back when he made his college debut this past Friday. So congratulations to Parker Bird. Awesome. 22 surgeries. In 45 days, by the way. Yeah. Month and a half. And then intense, intense rehab before he could even get the prosthetic leg. Well, you just hope, can I walk again? You know, am I going to die? Then they take your leg. And then you have all those surgeries. Probably a Two lot of cleaning later, out. Maybe yeah. some, you know, some sort oh. of uh, infections, all that stuff. Yeah. Oof. Impressive stuff. Don't forget, Brew Crew home opener, Tuesday, April 2nd. Go to wiscotrips.com if you want to ride the bus to the game from Eau Claire or from Lacrosse. Rock Mornings on 95.7 The Rock. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene. That, of course, Wolfgang Van Halen, a.k.a. Mammoth. I'm all right. Scott Robert Shaw in the newsroom for another three-way. What's happening, man? Well, it started out as a 911 call about a domestic incident in a Minneapolis suburb. It ended with two police officers, a firefighter and the suspect dead, and a third officer wounded. Officers Paul Elmstrand and Matthew Ruge and firefighter Adam Finseth all died of gunshot wounds on Sunday morning. They've named the man who killed him as Shannon Gooden, but his cause and manner of death have not been released. Court records show Gooden was not legally allowed to have guns and had been entangled in a years-long dispute over the custody and financial support of his three oldest children. Voters in the La Crosse School District could be asked to approve a referendum later this year that would combine Emerson and Spence Elementary Schools. The school board last night chose that option over a merger of Spence and Hinchin Schools. The board vote was 7-2 to in favor of combining Spence and Emerson on the site currently occupied by the Hogan Administrative Center. They say that would save about $6 million a year in maintenance costs. Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers has signed new legislative district maps into law. The maps that he proposed and that Republicans who controlled the legislature passed, Democrats hailed the signing as a major political victory in the swing state, where the legislature has been firmly under Republican control for more than a decade, even as Democrats have won 14 of the past 17 statewide elections. Democrats are almost certain to gain seats in the state assembly and Senate under the new maps, which will be in place for the November election. Republicans have been operating since 2011 under maps they drew that were recognized as among the most gerrymandered in the country. The city of La Crosse is getting closer to hiring a new airport director to succeed Ian Turner, who's taken a similar job in Idaho. The city's aviation board held a meeting yesterday where board members got an update on candidates to succeed Turner, who left La Crosse in January after five years in charge of LSE. Deputy Director Lauren Koss has been promoted to interim director while the search for a full-time administrator proceeds. Board members may also review passenger numbers at the La Crosse Airport for 2023. The monthly passenger totals dropped last June when Delta ended its regular service to La Crosse, leaving American as the only airline offering daily flights in and out of the city. Kaylee Meeker had 18.7 rebounds in leading the UW-La Crosse women's basketball team to a first-round win in the WIAC tournament last night. The fifth seeded Eagles beat number four Platteville 81-71. They now head to top seeded and 14th ranked Oshkosh for tomorrow night's semifinals. 
meanwhile, the UW Lacrosse men's basketball team opened the WIAC tournament uh, tonight in Lacrosse against UW Stout, a team they split with during the regular season. When in doubt, go to Stout. Can't get in there, go to Eau Claire. I keep asking, is there more to this thing? <laughs> or is it just those two schools? Yeah. Okay. Because there's what, six or seven? Twelve, I think. Oh, is there what, really? Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, there's Platteville, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing, ain't nothing rhyming with Platteville. <laughs> Something's got to rhyme with lacrosse, right? I suppose. Madison, of course, is the... Mm-hmm. Stevens Point, River SP. Falls. There's got to be more to the rhyme. The only two that I can remember, though, are... Mm-hmm. Take it in there, go to Eau Claire. Where did Jack go? River Falls. River Falls. Mm-hmm. You know what rhymes with falls? Do you, Shaw? Malls. Balls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to spitball here. You cook, you clean, you do the laundry, you vacuum. Amen. You run the errands, wash the windows, put stuff away, organize a closet, daily chores. What did you, What would you get paid? Huh. You can't afford me. Do you think? What would you get paid? There was a very famous episode of All in the Family. I don't know if you remember it, Chad. Did you ever watch that show? Oh, yeah, for sure. Where, you know, Eve was a homemaker. Mm-hmm. So, so she stayed home and she did everything, right? Stopped doing it? Or Raised she... the kids, right? And then took care of the house. Clean, cook, meals, mm-hmm. the whole nine yards, everything. And then she gave Archie a bill. Yeah, and she got pissed because Archie kind of gave her a hard time about not doing anything, basically. And she's like, this is all the crap I do, dude. This is what you owe me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not out here getting a paycheck. Well, they figured out what this is. It's actually it. really low, I think. What do you think your daily average would be in order uh, to get paid? Like, if you were like if you were going to get paid for all the chores you do, how much do you think you'd make a day? <laughs> Shaw? Mm, I don't know. Let's say... 300 bucks. Boy, you're shooting the moon there. Yeah, I was going to say, that seems like a lot. It's actually about half that. Survey asking people to put a price on all the chores they do, both around the house and out running errands. The average person says they value it at $134 a day. Be almost two grand in a two-week period. If this was, if I was paying someone else to do the same things, is almost that Almost 50 grand per year. Well, no, this is what you would value your... Uh, my time and efforts at. I think, obviously, if you're paying someone else... You're way more than that. Well, yeah, because it's a service. Yeah. How much would you pay, though, for someone to do all that stuff? It'd be a lot more, right? Oh, yeah. Cooking, cleaning, mm-hmm. driving the kids to school. Sure, making appointments, taking them here, taking them there, picking them up. For shopping for groceries. Shopping and, you know, cooking... Yeah, they're Doing saying laundry, uh, the average the, the average person again say they value it their chores their daily chores at one hundred and thirty four dollars a day. I don't think they're all even though. You know, I suppose well, that's not every average, day right? I kicked ass on Sunday. Like that day alone was a thousand dollars, Shaw. I was I was busting ass. <laughs> but then last night I could I didn't do a lot. I cooked dinner and took Bed the shot. dogs for a walk and you know did some basic things, but not. So you had like a thirty dollar day yesterday. I had a thirty, but I had thousand dollar day on Sunday, Sean. It's all about balance. Take it easy for the next couple of days. Yeah. 
What about you, Shaw? Yes. You want 300 Shaw apparently thinks he does it. Well, I was thinking, what would it cost if you were going to hire somebody yeah, to do those things? Yeah, that's what I was oh, okay. saying. Yeah. It's a lot. It would be a lot, 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 lot. If you got that kind of cash, Shaw, without paying a mortgage, I'll come over and do all your chores mm-hmm. for you, 300 bucks a day. I'm friends with a young woman. She lives in Seattle, and she has a job as what they call a house manager. What does okay. that mean? What the hell is that? Right. It's doing all the stuff that parents don't want to do, right? So they have kids, and they both work. So this woman that I know uh, goes over to their house in the morning, uh, gets the kids ready for school. So gets she's them a nanny. To school. Well, yeah. No, then while the that. parents are at work, she does their laundry. She does the cleaning. She preps their meals for them. Husband's banging her or what? <laughs> no, I don't sure? think so. No, no uh, she's just doing all the stuff. Yeah, it's a job. She's getting paid to do this. The things that most parents just do, she's been hired to do. What do they? What do they do for work? They I must think be they in... work for Google or some oh, big yeah. company out in yeah. Seattle. Yeah. You don't have time to waste on children. Regular things. <laughs> oh yeah, you coordinate with Apparently vendors. House manager is a thing these days. To ensure all supplies needed, Shaw, the interior of the house is right? clean and well maintained, and you do all the food service operations. I mean, as, like a, as a parent, that'd be great, wouldn't it? But wow. Does she make a good living at that? Yeah, I pretty good, been... actually. She, you probably can only do it for one family, right? Oh, yeah, yeah that's, that's it. For sure. That's it. Because you're basically the property manager, you're, the yeah, butler, you're a nanny. the yeah, she family manager. She live there, but comes over every day. Is that seven days a week, or does she get days off? I think just the weekdays. The weekdays. They get the kids ready for school. So You it's... can't get up and get your kids ready know, for school as a parent? I didn't know the there was an option here. The hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Your like, job isn't that important, man. You're just working at Google. I get it. It's a big job, and you get paid really well. But come on, man. You can't spend an extra 10 minutes getting your kids ready for school? Well, they're Half paying hour? her to do it, I guess. Here's some oatmeal and some OJ. Get the hell on the bus. Children's needs, house needs, food. If there's animals, the cleaning, cooking. Sounds man, like I a never dream. Wanna, I never want to be that in love with my job <laughs> that I, like, oh. require someone else to do all my other daily activities. Don't get me wrong. There's some stuff, Shaw, that I like to have done for me. You know, we've got a lady that comes over and deep cleans the house, but mm-hmm. that's a deep clean. You know what I mean? Like spotless clean. All the stuff I don't want to dust and whatever. That gets done. Yeah, not your vegetables and chicken are all cut up for your stir fry no. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I walked the dogs for you and fed them and groomed them and all that crap. I mean, that, yeah, it's nice, but why even have dogs? It was, you know, it's kind of the purpose, right? Is the whole? Well, I have kids, then, huh? I don't know why anybody has kids. I've been asking that to myself that for years. Why the hell I have kids? Mm-hmm. Thank you, Sean. Mm-hmm. More from him in a bit. Home manager, huh? Maybe you've been doing things all wrong. I have. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Get out of this radio gig. I'm sure. Go manage somebody else's home. Rock mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Shine down with Devil. Rockfest this summer, along with Jelly Roll, 30 Seconds to Mars, Chevelle, Seven Dust, The Who, Two Live Crew. On Election Day, we'll see who's banned in the USA. Can't wait. Excited for that. Mm-hmm. Mid-July. Yes. July 18th through Saturday, the 20th in Kadat, rock-fest.com for tickets and campsites and all that. Looking forward to it. House manager, huh? Apparently. Yeah, I, I, I just, it feels like not interacting with your children, like a normal household, is going to come back to bite you in the ass 20 years later. 
when your kids don't understand a family dynamic and are maybe like spoiled brats because they had mom and dad paying for stuff instead of being a part of their lives. Well, maybe they get the kids. Here's the thing. They get the kids up. They get them ready. They have their morning routine. It's just that they don't they don't drop them off. Maybe necessarily. Josh said it. She comes over and does the breakfast and gets ready for school and everything. Well, I know, but I'm just, I'm going with, the, I'm trying to be. And maybe they go on some really kick-ass weekend trips. I'm, I'm sure, sure they got they that do. Google money. I'm sure they do. But I don't know if that, that you know, dude, that those all that stuff makes a difference in the development of a child. I know. Look at me. I'm it's, the perfect example of how things can go wrong. But wow. Like yeah. they took care, they take care of all the things like. Oh, don't get me wrong. Cook and clean and yeah. make sure that when I come home, I can just... Living what? in a mansion and having a butler or a maid or a waitstaff or whatever you want to house call it. House manager. It's a house manager. Yeah. I don't know. I don't want people in my stuff. Oh, they could be in my stuff. Folding my laundry. I, I'm too particular. They'd fold it wrong. I would show them and then they would do it wrong and then I'd be like, nope, you're out. Fired. Very specific. Communication, responsible, organized, leadership. She's cooking dinner, too? Preps it. So all you got to do is walk in the door and start it. She's like a meal prepper, huh? Even just to get the dishes done... To get so you have you a know, dishwasher, you don't have to do the dishes. You put them in the dishwasher. Still You're dishes acting like this is sink, sink. When you come home, you got to clean that before you can that's, start prepping that's dinner. A, that's a you problem. That's not an every person problem. You you have an issue with some dishes or something. You've got some kind of crazy it's lady thing with dishes. Me. It's people yeah. with other. You take people the dishes, you rinse them off, you throw them in the dishwasher. That does all the work. So if you don't you, have enough room, you wait till the next load, and then you put all those dirty dishes in. Yeah, there. but what you're saying is the dish you used last night, you clean that up and you put it in the thing, and then no other dishes happen because you weren't home. You, I have other people. Yeah. You would be surprised how many dishes show up during a day. So you put them in the dishwasher it. and you run the dishwasher. I don't understand. You're but making like a prep. What do you got to prep? What? You got to prep. <laughs> I got to get the sink clean before I can start making the dinner. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so, so you put the dishes in the dishwasher. It uh-huh. takes two minutes. Jesus. You want a little uh-huh. cheese with your little violin over there? A little wine? I'm just saying. What was Gene? Can't prep the dinner. I got to take an hour to do some dish prep I before to get I can the make the clean food prep. Before I can do it, you move the dishes from the sink into the dishwasher. And your dishwasher, you can move right up next to the sink. It's on wheels. It's amazing I know, I know. technology. I know. Just I know. Rolls You're, away. It's not like you got to go down the hallway or something. <laughs> it's on rolly wheels. It's like <laughs> Did you at least get the one with the cutting block on top too? The fake cutting block? Yeah. Yes. All right. Okay. It's fake. All right. Whatever, it looks nice. It's decorative. More of your rock mornings coming up in just a bit. Rock mornings with Brian and Gene. Filter, hey man, nice shot. Miles Teller is 37. Divergent is in that Whiplash movie. He's in the reboot of the Fantastic Four from a couple of years ago. I think he's Aaron Rodgers' like buddy too, right? I don't know if they're BFFs, but when he was with hang around each other, when Aaron Rodgers was with uh, the actress that ate mud, they like hung out. They went on some kind of trip together, if I remember correctly. Well, that Whiplash movie. I'm glad I watched it finally. Yeah. He just yells at him. (laughs) So funny. Cindy Crawford. How old do you think Cindy Crawford is? Uh, 64. Oof, man. 
Wow. What? 58. Oh, sorry. I, oh, that's I thought a, it was going to be impressive. No. Scary. Cindy so Crawford, weird. only 58. No Rock, no Jock, no Ed, no Dre, no Polly, no Joyner. All I want is Cindy Crawford, okay? House of Style, 24 hours a day. No MTV <laughs> news unless it's news about Cindy. What she's doing, what she's wearing, what she smells like, okay? No music unless it's songs about Cindy, okay? I want half-hour specials about Cindy. I want hour-long documentaries about Cindy. I want Cindy unplugged. I want acoustic Cindy. I want long, drawn-out slow-motion shots of Cindy walking, Cindy sleeping, Cindy eating an Eskimo pie naked on the roof of the Empire State Building, okay? I want to change the house of style to the house of Cindy. Not MTV, CTV. No rock, no promos, no Richard Gere, just me and Cindy, okay? <laughs> I think you hear me knocking, Richard, and I think I'm coming in, and I got a box full of Eskimo pies with me. Oh, back when MTV was good. Cindy Crawford, Dennis Leary, loved him some Cindy Crawford. She's 58. The round mound to rebound. Charles Barkley, 61 today. That's a terrible idea. Terrible. 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 One of the funkiest golf swings I've ever seen in my life. And I don't... As a person who's... As a per, no. <laughs> I'm like Happy Gilmore. I swing for the fences. I have no form. I don't care. I just want to drive the ball. Charles Barkley's got some kind of weird hitch in the giddy-up. I don't know what... He, like, stops halfway through. It's very strange. John Brandt. Do you know who John Brandt is? Do I know I want you to want me. He is the bass player for Cheap Trick, and he is 70 years old today. <laughs> Comes that guitar. Never seen him. Oh. This I don't think I have. Maybe at a festival sometime. You? Did you see him at, down in no. Riverfest? Maybe I did, yeah. All right. I did my brain. It's a, it's a mess. Born on this day in 1927, he died two years ago in 2022. They call me Mr. Tibbs. Sidney Poitier. They call me Mr. Tibbs. Also born on this day in 1967. Died in 1994. Kurt Cobain. Change music, man. Mm-hmm. Nirvana did. Whether you like them or not, no denying it. Nirvana, along with the rest of the bands from Seattle, changed music in the late 80s and early 90s. Also born on this day, back in 1946, died in 2017, John Jerome Giles, the leader of the Jay Giles Band. few hits. Fun, too. Fun music. Jay Giles Band. February 20th, 1962. 62 years ago today, astronaut John Glenn became the first American to orbit Earth flying aboard Friendship 7. That John Glenn. Also on this day in 96, 28 years ago today, the Fun Loving Criminals dropped their debut album, Come Find Yourself, featuring pretty much their only hit, Scooby Snacks. (laughs) 
I saw them when this album came out. Yeah. They opened up for Porno for Pyros, which is uh, what's his nuts from Jane's Addiction. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perry Farrell's like sideband or what? And it was uh, it was in a little club in Massachusetts. It was sweaty and hot and awesome. Awesome. Oh, I had such a good time. I was higher than you know what. I had a Scooby Snacks. It was a blast. So awesome. Uh, also on this day in 96, Sepultura released their sixth studio album, Roots. Max Cavalera. I know our buddy Benji's going to be listening to that today. And 21 years ago today in 2003, the fourth deadliest fire in American history, the Station Nightclub Fire. Great white show. Claiming the lives of a hundred innocent people trampled trying to escape after pyrotechnic devices ignited packing foam near the stage. Again, the fourth deadliest fire in America. Horrific. Some pop culture dates, some birthdays. Scott Robert Shaw coming up in just a couple of minutes. Also going to get to some bad wolves, the friggin' sports. Bad news, happy music, lots to get to. Rock mornings. On air, online, on the app. The house manager of this show is in the newsroom this morning. I wish. How long have they had this house manager? I don't know. I just learned about it within the last week or so. Okay. I don't know how long she's been doing it. How did it come up in conversation? Like, oh, by the way. Well, I was, um, her mother was visiting uh, from Eau Claire, and we were just catching up with the kids and so forth. And yeah, Liza's still out in Seattle. She's now working as a house manager. I'm like, a what? Excuse me? Yeah. I never heard the term before. How did she get into that business? Was there a discussion about that? Uh, well, she had been nannying for okay. a family, and then... So it's I, the logical next step? I guess, yeah. This yeah. is... Again, I never heard of a house manager. Neither have I. It sounds wild. It'd be great to have one. Man. Come home, your dinner's already prepped. Ready to go? Laundry's been folded and put away. House has been cleaned. I'm too particular. I couldn't. I, I couldn't do it. Feel like that's a West Coast job. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many Midwestern people have house managers. Got a text from Laverne. Said Brian, "These people make me sick." Brian, to have kids is to experience a true love that you would never <laughs> experience true. without them. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's some. By the I way, I feel like I'm really missing out, Shaw, on all the poop. You'll never know. Middleton, Wisconsin. And shoes you got to buy. Nanny house manager in Middleton. So I guess down by Madison, that's a, that's a thing. Also got a text from someone who said Kurt Cobain would have been 57 today. I know we just mentioned that. Uh, can't start my day without you guys. Thank you very much. Appreciate Another that. house manager in Madison. So Bigger, bigger cities, cities. well-paying jobs. Not, it's not ra- just a coast then, apparently. Not radio salary. Right. <laughs> Is there at, Google that? Is there anyone who works in radio? <laughs> that uh, maybe Howard Stern, maybe uh, Colin Cowherd, maybe Jim Rome, maybe more, somebody. More national. likely, people in radio are working as house managers to <laughs> yeah. support their yeah. themselves. Yeah. Interesting. What else is going on, man? The man who killed himself after fatally shooting two police officers and a firefighter in a Minneapolis area neighborhood was not legally allowed to have guns after a previous assault conviction and was entangled in a years-long dispute over the custody and financial support of his three oldest children, according to court records. Authorities have identified 38-year-old Shannon Gooden as the man who opened fire on police in Burnsville after they responded to a domestic call early Sunday. The caller reported that Gooden had barricaded himself in the home with family members, including seven children. 
children between the ages of 2 and 15. Gooden killed officers Paul Elmstrand and Matthew Ruge and Adam Finsett, the firefighter who was assigned to the city SWAT team. Another officer was shot and wounded. Gooden was found dead inside the home hours later. They now say he had shot himself in the head. Gooden's standoff with police came only two days before a scheduled court hearing over his ongoing legal disputes with the mother of his three oldest children. The Emerson-Spence option for combining schools in La Crosse gets approval from the city school board. Yesterday, board members voted 7-2 to, to propose a referendum on whether to put Spence and Emerson students together at a new building on the Hogan Administration Center site. Board member Scott Neumeister argued that Emerson has lived its useful life. We can't keep them all open, and sooner or later, the one that's in the worst shape or the ones that are in the worst shape, we can't nickel and dime it. We, we cannot just spend... You know, a little bit of money trying to keep it going year after year. Sooner or later, we have to make that difficult decision to close it. The endorsement of a plan including Emerson means a second option, combining Spence and Hinchin, will now be dropped. It happened around 2 in the morning last Tuesday. Wisconsin Senator Ron Johnson stood on the floor of the Senate and explained why he opposed sending more aid to help Ukraine fend off the invasion launched in 2022 by Russian President Vladimir Putin. Johnson called Putin an evil war criminal, but quickly added, Vladimir Putin will not lose this war. The argument that there's no point in America spending money to stop Putin because he can't be stopped is being seen as a sign that Republicans are now accepting Russian expansionism. Johnson was among a majority of Senate Republicans to vote last week against a foreign aid package that included $61 billion to help Ukraine. The bill still passed by a wide margin. It was a bruising opening weekend in college baseball for Sacramento State's Matt Muscianglo. Yeah. The Hornets junior left fielder was hit by a pitch on eight of his first nine plate appearances against Loyola Marymount. The teams were playing a doubleheader. This guy got plunked three times during the first game and four times in the second. First pitch just hit Angelo. Hit for the second time. This one skips in and it got him again. May have got him on the bounce before it hit him this time, but Angelo was hit for the third time today. And he just got hit again. That's the fourth time he's been hit today. And he just got hit again. You really can't make these stories up. How was your debut as a Hornet? I got hit by a pitch five times. Did he just get hit again? He did. The first pitch just got hit again. That guy. That's an RBI. So congratulations on your first RBI as a Hornet, but he just got hit again. And that hit him. Angelo got hit again. So now that is now eight times in nine at-bats. How is that guy not laughing? Right. Well, he did laugh. He said he and his teammates got a good laugh, and he was happy to get on base so often. You got to wonder if, like, after <laughs> six or seven, you start stepping into him, right? right? You're just having a, a little fun with it. Crazy. Masky Angelo, I think. Mm-hmm. Hit three times in a 4 nothing <laughs> defeat in game one four more times. Oh, my God. And a 12-10 game two loss. Yeah. Didn't even get the win in either of those two games. He took all those... All those, All those balls, and yep. he didn't even get a win. That's has got a bruise. Rock Mornings with Brian, Gene, and Shaw. Rock Mornings with Brian and Gene, the friggin' sports! Brought to you by the Mankini. It's been so long. Borat. Yes. The mankini. Okay. You know, the green yes. bikini G-string thing that he wore. Very nice. It just keeps rearing its ugly head every once in a while, and 
Here it is one more time. High five. <laughs> Three-time Olympic equestrian medalist Shane Rose decided to have a little bit of fun at his own expense during a costumed show jumping event. So you could wear a costume. Earlier this month in his native Australia. Again, a costumed show jumping event. So you don't have to wear the official garb, the jockey uniform, whatever, whatever it is. You're in a costumed show jumping event. Wear a costume. Dress up as anything. Anything. Batman, Superman, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe a Spider-Man, maybe an Iron Man. Maybe a police officer, right? Maybe a fire truck guy. This guy decided to go as Borat. I see. <laughs> his decision <laughs> almost put his plans to compete in the Paris Olympics this summer in jeopardy as Rose was temporarily barred what? from competing and placed under investigation by Australia's governing what? equestrian body for wearing that mankini Come on. at the event in New South Wales. Rose, who has won silver medals in the 2008 and 2020 Olympics. You said it was a costume thing. Along with a bronze medal in 2016, wore three different costumes at the Wallaby Hill Extravaganza. What screams extravaganza? A guy wearing a mankini. That does. If I go to an extravaganza and I don't see a guy wearing a mankini, I'm going to be disappointed. Lame. What else are you wearing to an extravaganza besides a mankini? I mean, unless there's... Specific rules, is there? His three costumes first were a gorilla suit, then <laughs> this guy's great. A Duffman beer costume from the Simpsons TV show. Ooh, Duffman. Duffman? I love it. That's great. But the other one, the mankini oh, man. popularized by the 2006 movie Borat, is what got him into some trouble. You remind me of my sister. Are you also a prostitute? Because <laughs> people complained, right? He said. In an interview, quote, it's a dress-up competition, and I thought it'd be funny to go in a mankini. It's a dress-up competition. He's nailing it. That's what I was intending, just to have a laugh. Officials, of course, very buttoned down and or buttoned up. Very very buttoned up and uh, not happy. Uh, The officials with the equestrian Australian didn't find it so funny, noting Rose was bound by the organization's code of conduct. After a complaint following the event led to an investigation, a governing body on Monday cleared him of any wrongdoing. He posted, then deleted an apology to Facebook. Equestrian Australia said in its statement on Monday that the apology uh, and the fact that the event was not a professional competition factored into the ultimate decision not to levy any official punishment on this poor guy who just wanted to have a little bit of fun. It was a dress-up competition. It says so right there. So the gorilla suit, okay. Clever. The duff man, okay. The mankini, which covered all his naughty bits, not okay. I get iPod. He only get iPod mini. Everybody know it's for girls. Barely covered his bits, by oh. the way. Well, and he bouncing around, and that can't be comfy. I mean, you never know. Something might slip. Something Clever pops out costumes, and... though. The mankini. <laughs> USA, greatest country in the world. Australia, not so much. My phone went nuts after the event with people laughing and things. If there's one group of people that probably are very serious about their sport or competition or whatever, it's probably the equestrian people, right? Mm -hmm. You're talking millions of dollars Mm -hmm. for these horses, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. All buttoned up, a lot of money to be made in these things. But it was a costume contest. The dressage with the little (laughs) the horses do, right? All that stuff. (laughs) Then you got this guy out there with his kibbles and bits hanging out. And his mankini. It was not a lot of fabric. (laughs) It was not a lot of fiber. 
High five. I like US and day. <laughs> Good old Borat. Friggin' sports. With Brian and Gene on your rock mornings. We'll get to Greta Van Fleet and Bad News Happy Music next. Rock mornings. Only on 95.7 The Rock. What do we got today, Shaw? Well, police in New York would like the person who is missing a leg to step forward, uh, hop forward. Uh, a troubling discovery in the Bronx has detectives trying to piece together how a body part Ugh. ended up on a subway track. Like an actual leg? The disembodied leg Ugh. was found over the weekend. No other details about the grisly find were disclosed, so it's not clear how the leg ended up on the subway line or what happened to the person that the leg belonged to. The medical examiner has taken possession of the leg to try to determine more about the leg's Where it origins. Came from? Yes. Yeah. Oi. Is that the only thing that was down there, yeah. body part wise? Well, yeah, body part wise, anyway. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Oi. Uh, a commercial jet in Serbia hit a series of runway lights during takeoff on Sunday, which punched a hole into its fuselage that forced an emergency landing an hour later. Never. The flight bound flying. for Germany began rolling for takeoff Again. when it was halfway down the runway. Uh, as it departed, the bottom of the fuselage hit a set of runway lights. It later had to make an emergency landing at the same airport uh, at a faster than usual speed, likely because the airplane's flaps were not working. Footage of the damage to the plane on social media shows gashes and a large hole in its fuselage. Another photo online appeared to show parts of the aircraft's body shorn off from where its left wing is attached. No one was seriously injured. Man. Add that to the list. Hmm? Yep. Another one. Uh, Cody Wood, who is an officer uh, with a police department in Georgia, apparently got into a bad habit. He would arrest people he pulled over with DUI even after they passed sobriety tests and were breathalyzed to be under the legal alcohol limit. Now, police do have the discretion to decide for themselves, irrespective of the results of the test, but they don't have the discretion to lie about or omit the results from their reports, as this guy did. The number of cases that he handled are now being reviewed. So he was just... uh, He was charging people who weren't drunk. Taking the law into his own hands there. Pretty much. Mr. Officer. Tests said they weren't drunk. He said they were. Mm. Uh, A California man who police said conspired to scam another man out of $361,000 by promising love and wealth found himself in handcuffs when he went to pick up the payment. Uh, This man, uh, Zhihao Zhao, conspired with other unknown people to deceive Ferdinando Santorelli into wiring money that Santorelli believed was being invested in companies. Santorelli was lured into the scam by Jenny, an online persona with whom he had chatted on the messaging app Telegram. Oh, no. Jenny said she loved him. The scammers also assured Santorelli that he had access to more than $2 million in an investment account. However, he first needed to pay off hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes in order to get to it. The two sides arranged for a $175,000 cash payment. Uh, The person who would be picking up the cash would confirm who they were by carrying a dollar bill that had a particular serial number on it. Well, by this point, detectives were already investigating... A man named Daniel would pick up the $175,000 payment. None of this seems suspicious to this right, guy. Right, right. The guy pulled up in front of Santorelli's home and, as promised, brought with him the $1 bill with the agreed-upon serial number. Uh, that's when the cops moved in. Zhao is jailed in lieu of $500,000 in bail. Man, I've gotten those emails before. Right? Oh, it's usually just yeah. delete, right? How do you get that far into it? That is... 
Sometimes, yeah. Uh, this is quite a photo. Uh, the world's tallest man and the world's shortest woman got together in California yesterday. Uh, he is Sultan Kozan and she, Jayoti Amji. How tall? Uh, the pair showed off their height differences in a series of photos that put their statures into shocking perspectives. Uh, she, the shortest living woman in the world, is just over two feet tall. Uh, he is, I think, seven foot eleven. Oh. Uh, she has what's called a, uh, a condo a chondroplasia, a form of dwarfism. Uh, his size is because of a tumor that caused him to develop a medical condition called yeah. pituitary gigantism. Yeah. Uh, the photo shoot revealed what is essentially the world's largest height difference. She comes up to just above his knee. Oh. Uh, one image showed her <laughs> sitting on his lap, and even uh, as she sat and he—I'm sorry—as he sat and she stood, yeah. she was still only up to his collarbone. Uh, in another photo, she—he uh, holds his shoe next to the woman, showing that his shoe is nearly as tall as she is. No way. <laughs> well, I'm taller. Thank yeah, you, Keanu. Taller. Mm-hmm. Shoes almost as tall as, as she is. As she is, yeah. Quite a photo. Big-ass guy. Uh, they say the customer is always right, but is that really true? 18-year-old Anna Hariki works at a place near Indianapolis called the Prime Car Wash. And she had a run-in with a customer who was very rude for no good reason. The woman had pulled her car in to get it washed, and yeah. Anna was pressure washing the driver's uh-huh. side doors when the lady rolled down her window and threw a cup of lemonade at her. Mm-hmm. It's not clear why the woman was upset, but Anna didn't skip a beat. As the window was still down, she took the pressure washer and blasted the woman in yeah. the face. Have some of that. The whole thing only lasted a few seconds before the lady rolled her window up and she went back to washing her car. A security camera got it all on video. The car wash sided with Anna. The woman and her boyfriend uh-huh. are now banned from coming back. Yeah. Not my favorite car wash video of all time, but it's mm-hmm. still pretty good. It's pretty good. You know my favorite one, right? Which one? <laughs> the guy gets caught. <laughs> <laughs> there's a oh. car wash video. It's old. Yeah. And there's a guy in there, and he's got one of those power sprayers. Yeah. And, and he gets a little too close to the brushes that are, you know, when you go mm-hmm. through the, the one with the soft touch or whatever. Yep. And the, the the hose from his sprayer gets caught up in it, and it sucks him into it. He's <laughs> just spins and spins and spins. Just spins. spinning. His legs are sticking out. Oh, yeah. It's like a it's like an old uh, playground ride. Man. He's just going around and around. Look that one up later. Oh, you've never seen that no, one? Oh, my God. Man. I die laughing every time That's I see hilarious. it. It just it tickles my funny bone. I'm always left wondering how these things can happen, but a Florida doctor has been ordered to pay almost $9,000 after he supervised radiation therapy for a patient's breast cancer. This doctor from Fort Myers was ordered to pay a $5,000 fine and $3,900 in investigating costs. What did he do wrong? Uh, He also has to complete risk management education and present a one-hour lecture on what are called wrong site procedures. Whoa. Uh, The patient, a 53-year-old woman, had previously undergone a bilateral mastectomy for cancer. Uh, The patient and physician had arranged for a radiation therapy, but incorrectly consented to therapy on her left side. The mistake was not identified until 41 days after the treatment began. Those breasts can be quite large. Oh. Can they be quite large? They can be. They can be quite large. Well, I do have big breasts. Indeed. But she only had one, though, and he gave her the wrong one, right? Wrong one, Mm. Uh, Next time you get annoyed at a store clerk for allowing somebody to break that 10 items or less express lane rule, consider this. There's a chance they're being held at gunpoint. 
A guy named Jesse Garrett was checking out at a supermarket in Missouri when an employee confronted him. This guy was in an express lane for people who had 10 items or fewer, and he had more than that. But rather than move to a different line, Jesse lifted his shirt and showed the employee the handgun he had tucked into his waistband. Right How many items do I have now, bitch? Right. The employee backed off and called 911. The cops tracked Jesse down. He was actually still inside the store. He the didn't in- leave? No. After he brandished the gun? He initially denied having He's the weapon. He's at the checkout. What? It took so long. Right. He forgot He's something. Right there. The, the cops right found there. the loaded gun mm-hmm. stashed on a nearby store shelf behind sure. some candy. Oh, my goodness. He admitted to brandishing the gun but said he did it playfully. Is this guy the dumbest? Yeah. He also admitted to lying about having a gun but said he did that for a good reason. He is a convicted felon and he's not allowed to have a gun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder There's a reason why. for that. Yeah. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Boy, oh boy. And this guy stands out a bit in the crowd. He's six foot six, weighs 250 pounds, and likes to go around wearing a kilt. Okay. And now we know why. A 60-year-old man named Mitchell Vest is facing charges after he walked into two antique stores in Houston, Texas, wearing a kilt and shoved items into his rectum. And then put them back on the shelf. Remember when I was disgusted? That night, uh, one of the dealers sent me a video that she had from a camera in her own booth. I think they've been in here before. The employees recognized them and said they were just, you know, the guy was really nice and she was nice. And um, they just shopped around for a few hours. What did they do with those products? They threw them away mostly. You think? Yeah. Apparently Mostly? he did it with a makeup brush and another item police described as a hardware piece. Then at a second store, he did it with an antique bottle opener and some sort of vintage tobacco can. All total, the four items were valued at just over $200 and had to be thrown out. Employees also sanitized other nearby items. Uh, turns out the guy was there with his wife. He's now facing charges for criminal mischief, and it'll be hard to deny he did it. There is security footage showing him committing the crime. Rectum damn near killed him. So they just walk around <laughs> looking at stuff and go, I bet this will fit. I'll put that up there. Yeah. This Apparently. should fit. There's a little bit of that. And, hey, you wonder, and you wonder why I tell you that people are peeing on your oranges and stuff. Wash all that crap when you get it home because there's people shoving antiques up the rear He's end. He's walking around with his wife, and yeah. is she like, hey, Bob, will this one fit? No. <laughs> what do you I, think? And, I, and that's tip of the iceberg stuff, Shaw. That's just you, what we know about, right? That's not like first day thing. That's not like, hey, let's go out and shove stuff this up my rectum. There, there's been a long, lengthy, like uphill battle for this guy to get to this point. Well, skirts. You start now. off. He's so- making his just you start easy off somewhere, exercise. right? Maybe you have some sort of weird pee fetish, right? Where you go, you pee on the bus, and you film it with your wife, right? Or you're there's, in the bathroom. Right. You start off small, and then you start shoving up things up your butt, like a few years later. Yeah. Right in the middle of the store with your with your kilt. Yeah. Yeah. Doubting this was his first time doing this. No. Right. Highly unlikely. Hey, Judy, what do you think about this? Think this is going to fit up there? That's too big, Bob. <laughs> Oof. Maybe they're looking at that big butt of yours. It's not too big, apparently. In the butt, Bob. Because <laughs> that's local night. That's butt bandits, tug, butt porcupine. Bandits? <laughs> butt bandits, Gene? In that case, yes. In his case, yes. Ah, uh, yeah, Shaw, you know what happens. Stick it up the butt. Stick it up yep. the butt. That guy took your advice. Stick it up the butt. And stuck it up the butt. He did. And pulled it out again and put it back on the shelf. Uh, People eating your fries when you get your food delivered to you. People peeing on your oranges before they get to the grocery store. This guy's shoving treasured 
Antiques. Antiques up his rear end and put them back on. Look, if you want to take them, put them up there and and walk out with them, have at it, dude. (laughs) Don't put it back on the shelf. Rock Mornings, Monday to Friday, 6 to 9. Visit rockmornings.com. Go to the website to get in touch with us, rockmornings.com. You can listen right there on the website. You can also get in touch with us by email, text message. Got a nice email from Matt. Three and a half inch cut for the win. You can have your stripes on your postage stamp lawn. Try doing it on two acres. Funny how all the neighbors started taking care of their yards a lot better after I moved out here. Oh, this is a yard conversation from earlier when you were talking about getting your place aerated. Well, I told you I got my services. I got my annual contract in the mail, so I got to figure out what I want to have done. I got to have some pruning done, and I want to get the uh, lawn aerated in the fall, and obviously the fertilization and weed control program. And I was talking about maybe getting a irrigation system, right? Getting some sprinklers installed. And Matt, uh, you know, wanted to compare penises by sending I, me a picture of his lawn. He's got a big. He's got a big one. Matt yeah. does. Yeah, that's a lot of lawn to mow. He probably has a riding lawnmower, though. I've got, a like, a 15-year-old 28-inch deck. I mean, That's what you <laughs> should do instead of the irrigation is get a mower, a new mower. I might be able to do all that. I, I told you, I hit big. N- new mower might I be. I had a very successful week. Uh, Rich wanted to know where I won. I said uh, several different locations. Rich. He said, I'm due to hit some spooky spins. Are you really asking that? Come on, man. I'm not giving away my... There's but... no way he's telling you that. And yeah, you're not gonna go and win any. I already it's got all the. the I already news. got all the money. I already got it all. Uh, Dan earlier wanted to hear some Papa Roach. I never got to that. Sorry, Dan. Um, somebody texted in and said, "Call VIP Outdoors for your irrigation system." Thank you. I have a appreciate company, the recommendation. Company that I work with already. Uh, Kevin very upset that I didn't mention the Minnesota Wild that they won. They won a game. Everybody. Every tell all your friends, call and text everyone you know. Let them know the Minnesota Wild won a game. Kevin wants to make yeah, sure that everyone knows. Ten to knows. seven last night, I think. Yep. Uh, Paul said, "Screw Van Orden, he's an effing douchebag." <laughs> that wasn't really our conversation. I Thanks. had a run in with him, and I miss, I miss, I miss, I miscategorized him, right? Or I miss. You said the wrong job. I said he was a state representative and not a congressman. Yes, so that's on me. I will let this person remain anonymous. They said, ex-wife had a nut allergy. Never got lucky, though. (sighs) We were talking about new medication from the FDA possibly being available for those with severe food allergies. Food allergies, yeah. Uh, That person obviously had... Remains anonymous. Had a, a, yeah, different... uh, Uh, Laverne texted in and said, Brian, to have kids is to experience a true love that you would never experience without them. This sounds like a beginning of a... Listen, go tell Reader's Digest, all right? I don't care. Kids suck. They don't. I've been around kids. They're not good. They're Thank smelly. You. They, they're the sticky. They're, they touch everything. Thank they're you. loud. Mm-hmm. They cry all the time. It's awful. Our buddy Rob said, I experience true love every morning when I wake up. That true love is not having children. Damn right. Listen to you guys. All right. Dinks for life. All right, Dinks. Double income, no kids. Whatever. Yeah. You want a yard, get rid of them three kids. You'd have a yard. You want to have no problems with your dishes? You want to have no problems with your dishes? Get rid of them three kids. You'd be great. You'd have all the dishes clean all the time. I'm with the I'm with the emailer. (laughs) You want to lighten up on that grocery bill a little bit? That part. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Get rid of them three kids, those three mouths to feed you'd be all right. They are my world, but the, 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 I will. The, Look, man, it's the not for everybody. Bill is, it's not is, for everybody. It's intense. You, wanna, you, you have the kids, all right? It's I don't intense. need them. The bill is intense. It's intense. <laughs> If you want to come day drinking with me, I'll show you where all the hot spots it's, it's, are. You could you could make some grocery money intense. like that. Like that. Like that, Gene. Like that. One spin. One four-buck spin and bam. Yeah. Groceries for a week. That's what I need to do. That's what you need to do. 